This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's... We are so off our game right now, aren't we? Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. Hey everybody, thank you so much for joining us for another week here at the High Regard Show. High Regard Show headquarters. Oh, we have a headquarters We do have a headquarters. (laughs) We're official. We're officially official. And I appreciate the fact that you're here in the headquarters because I think you left... The headquarters to go to the old home office. I did. I did go to the original home office. (laughs) And how was that? (laughs) It was good. It was really good. I actually got out of the city for the first time in six months. Well, we went to Long Island, but I feel like that's just an extension of. Because, yeah, like if you have to like, you you know, there was a lot of effort that went, you know, into getting to Pennsylvania. So it was really nice. Like the country, you know, the the hick in me was very happy to be home for a little while. (laughs) Yeah, and I see that you were also going and saying that you made some videotapes of nature so that you can listen to the serenity. I did. I did. Maybe I'll share that on our social media account so that we can see just how pretty Hicksville can be. We're literally making up like adult swim bumpers at this point in time. We are. There was like a lot of like birds and stuff in there, and it was really, really nice. Like, And I usually hate birds, but it was just like it was nice to just replace... The sounds of nature with the sounds of Harlem, or to rep- you know the opposite. Yeah, you know the, the, exactly what you said. Only the exact only opposite. Only the exact opposite. You can figure it out. <laughs> I haven't had my coffee yet today, so bear with. And it's weird because it didn't take you long at all to get back home and jump right back into the no sleep zone. Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, what are you gonna do? Shit in your shoe is what my old granny used to say. I think that your granny was very wise. She was a wise old cracker. Because, <laughs> I mean, why use a bucket like a normal person where you can use a shoe? Yeah, why not use like, your shoe? you know, like a civilized why not aristocrat. Use your sh- yeah, why not use your shoe? <laughs> I think there's an art into shitting in a shoe, probably. Having taken many, many stomach tests, I could tell you it's probably not as easy as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and moving right along. <laughs> so... Why don't we just get into a You Heard, because I feel like we have a kind of a jam-packed show. We do. We do have a jam-packed show, so let's hit it. You Heard? This week's You Heard comes to us from the elevator at 40 Wall Street. I know he's new and all, but when I was eating my burger for lunch and he asked me if I eat junk food a lot, I wanted to smash my burger in his fucking face. Like, doesn't it just bother you when people like, you'll be eating something around people and they're like, you could tell that they're judging what you're eating. Like, do you have people like that at your work? Um, it's different at my work because I eat my desk pretty much. So like nobody like looks at me because I think I'm at the point now in my job where, and and it's sad to say because I feel like it happens every time, but people are just like, I don't want to go near him at this point in time (laughs) because we have reached his threshold of patience and, you know, it's kind of like feeding time is like feeding time at a zoo. You just throw a snake between the bars, a steak between the bars. Oh, my God, you dick. (laughs) You hate snakes. I do hate snakes. But you could throw a snake in there. A tiger would probably eat it. But you could throw in, like, a big piece of meat, and once you do, you can just say, hey, man, just chew on that for a while, settle down. The ending part of the day is 
you know, all about you coming out of your, what is it, full state, nap state, whatever it is. Hibernation. Your hibernation. (laughs) And uh, you just go home at that point in time. Maybe one of these days they'll throw the steak with, like, you know, some tranquilizers in it. That'll be fun for you, at least. That'll be fun for everybody, man. They won't have to deal with me, and I will get to take a nap. Well, there you go. (laughs) That's this week's You Heard. All right, so in case you guys haven't figured it out from our opener and all you heard, this week's show is about things we hate. Yeah, like that guy hated being judged by eating a burger by some kid that was like, you know, saying things about how him eating. So, you know, that would piss me off. I would hate that. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your opinion and you're sticking to it? That is. So, <laughs> when we decided to do this show, we were thinking of different formats about how to go about it. And I have no, I was like, you know, I don't want to know what Nikki's list is. I was like, let's just make up a list. I don't want to know, what, I don't know what's, want to know what's on your list. I don't want right. you to know what's on my list. Let's just figure it out and. Let's just talk about things we hate. And we'll learn about this as we actually do the show. So, we'll all learn together. Okay, it's yes, it's like Schoolhouse Rock High Regard Show Edition. <laughs> All right, yes. I should have added one, but I'm not go I'm not going to now, but but my number 5 thing on my top 5 hated lists is bicyclists here in the city. Yeah, I I, I second that. I definitely <laughs> can second that hatred. And here's here's the two reasons why I hate bicyclists. bicyclists. They have a total disregard for traffic singles. That's number one. Yeah, yeah, number one. They do not obey the rules of the road. And it's weird because this is like a seasonal hatred that is starting to bleed into other seasons now because we had a pretty mild winter. Mm-hmm. Global, Thanks, global warming. Thanks, yeah. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always Obama. <laughs> I know. That's why I threw it in there. Thanks, Bin Laden. <laughs> oh. So you have a situation where... You like right now I'm in Midtown and it is a very, very crowded area. And the crosswalks during lunchtime are jam packed, like jam packed. And every day it doesn't matter without fail. There's always some asshole bicyclist who will try to blow through the like the crosswalk before people start walking, even though they in no way have the right of way. And I don't understand how come if you need a license to drive a car in the city at 15 miles an hour or 20 miles an hour. A bicyclist riding 30 or 35 miles doesn't need, you know, a, a, yeah, no. a license or any training whatsoever. And plus, like, and it would be a way, like, and not even just in the city, but, like, it would totally be a way to just raise more money for, like, cities. You know what I mean? If you just charge them, like, like, and it shouldn't be as expensive as, like... A registration for a car is because like that can be pretty pricey like year after year but like True. it could be like a $15 a, a year charge or something like that to just say like hey man like you should take a test on like you know what I mean like that should totally be like there should totally be a test for this yeah well I'm also wondering how come like or how much of Citibank's money through their bicycle program Goes back to Citibank. Well, is actually going towards medical bills of people that are getting wiped out with their (laughs) stupid fucking bikes like week after week. And like when you see this, you know, like when you see people getting um, like almost hit by bikes and stuff, like there's a lot of anger on like the pedestrian parts and the bikers are just like, fuck you. And like they just keep going where like the person that almost gets hit is like sitting there like, holy shit. And like what if you did that to like an old person who has like a heart situation where like that bicyclist is never going to be found because they're. 20 blocks to the south already. Well, that point that you just brought up go- coincides very well with my point number two, which is they are like an overprivileged bunch of little, little bitches that are riding around this city because they feel like I'm doing something good for the environment. So you shouldn't look at me. Right. I'm going to do no wrong. Right. Yeah. Like if I'm if I'm doing this, then, you know, you, you got to back off. So like it's just... 
It's ridiculous, man. Like, you're doing good by not driving a car, but just fucking walk. That's it. Just fucking walk. <laughs> like, everybody else is walking. You don't need to, like, get there faster. If you need to get there faster, take a subway or a bus. This is not necessary. Well, there you have it. So that is my number five. <laughs> All right. Well, my number five kind of goes into the question that you asked me before. You know, how was my trip home? Mm-hmm. And my number five is how much I hate traveling on a bus, specifically Mart's Bus Lines, which is a local to northeastern Pennsylvania bus that travels, you know, to New York, Philly and stuff like that. But it's basically like this monopoly. And but like I get car sick. So I hate riding on a bus because like, you know how buses like lurch and like the drivers just seem to be like, they they like to drive by like slamming on their brakes. So like they drive like really, really fast up to like the point where they're going to stop and like you think like you're going to crash into the person in front of you because like, you know how, like you know how they do that? Oh yeah, they don't want to let anybody in. They want their, yeah. their lane and they want nobody in front of them. Yeah. So like I just hate it and it just takes like, like if you drive a car to northeastern Pennsylvania, it'll take like, it, it could take... Two and a half to like three hours tops. Okay. You know, like maybe even like an hour, and, like depending on how fast you drive and how much traffic is. But like on a bus, you're ha- it, it's half a day to get there. And because like they go through these like stupid ways to get to certain places and it's just like, oh my God, like if I was in charge of this bus company, like you could cut off so much time if you would just go this way instead of that way. Are there laws that are prohibiting them from going these certain routes though? No, because like a lot of it is just like highway. Like a lot of it is just like even just going like there's one part like where they go into downtown Scranton where like if you turned left at this light, you would cut out like three lights, a stop sign and like another way like where it's just like a straight way it's like they almost go out of their way to go the long way just to fucking piss you off and keep you on that bus longer i wonder if it's like some kind of ordinance that they made up like because you know that there is well, I'm, it's, it's everywhere it's not just pennsylvania or scranton but i mean there is ordinances put in place by companies because they know that law enforcement will fuck with them. So maybe it's like they know they're going to go a little bit over the speed limit each time. Maybe they were getting pulled over a lot in the beginning and the police were like, look, stay off this road. Like, we don't want buses on this road. If you take whatever road you want, otherwise we'll leave you alone. But like even in the case of like downtown Scranton, like you're going through the center of town. Like instead of going on like the outskirts of like a certain way to get to the bus station, they're like taking you through literally downtown. Right. But I think that also, you know, it is just there's so many weird deals that are made in that I'm area. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But that's my number five, hating traveling on a bus, whether it's a Mart's bus or, uh, you know, a MTA New York City bus. bus. I hate oh. being on a New York City bus. I well, ha- what's the point? It's not even just that. It's just that, like, and it's the same thing. Like, I hate traveling in a cab because, like, I get so car sick. Well... A cab I can kind of understand because a cab finds a way to zip from one location right. to the next. and like it's always like moving around and... But always with the bus trying to figure out like the long... It, it is seriously the longest possible transportation way yeah. usually. Yeah. Because you never get somewhere fast on a bus. Our buses here in this New York City, they'll stop every single block. Like every block, literally. Well, yeah. Which is ridiculous because the trains are set up Pretty much every five, like wherever you are, you're within five blocks of a train station. Sure, yeah, depending. So if you can't walk five blocks for a bus, don't leave your house, man. (laughs) You know, this isn't Wheels Ontario. This is like a goddamn, like, you know, it's it's transportation for people who need to get places. And if you stop every block, it's going to take you twice as long than it would to walk someplace. Sure, yeah. Again, let's go back to that first thing, walk just walk. <laughs> and your number four, Tom. My number four is grocery stores, Nikki. Oh. <laughs> I had no idea you hated grocery stores, wink, wink. <laughs> I think I think that's a big fat lie, <laughs> which I don't have on my list of things that I hate. But grocery stores piss me off to no end. Like, it is the biggest dread of the weekend that I have outside of knowing that Monday is coming. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit crazy. Like, that's a little bit crazy. No way, man. Seriously. Like, I don't know if my hatred has grown since I moved here. Because I feel like everywhere else I live, like in Long Island, Pennsylvania, Florida, whatever, 
all of those places had like these big grocery stores where you could like walk down the aisles and stuff. Sure. And I feel like over the years, I haven't gotten skinnier. I have gotten wider. <laughs> so when I'm walking through the aisles of grocery stores in New York City, I would take up more space in general. But the size of the aisles are like half the size of aisles anywhere yeah. else on the planet. Because they do have to pack a lot of shit into a space. And there's not like a lot of real estate. So like a lot of stores here do have smaller aisles because the stores are a lot smaller. But they're like multi-level. So as opposed to having like a humongous grocery store, you know, like you would in like a normal like suburban area, you have like this grocery store with all the same amount of products condensed into like this two story or even three story building. Yeah. And there's stairs involved and there's idiots on escalators. Like, do you really need to like deal with those people? And there's the math that's involved in it is freaking ridiculous. Like it must drive. I, I don't know how it doesn't drive you out of your mind because you hate math. I do hate math. So Absolutely. Like, so you walk up and it's like going, you know, you there's like, oh, there's look at this. There's, you know, you could buy these three catch-ups and you could save like 70%. But right next to it is one bottle of catch-up that's, you know, cheaper than each one of those that are on sale. So it's like, why don't you just get the one bottle of ketchup. You don't need three bottles of ketchup. But people will sit there and they'll do math in front of like the products that you need. And it's like, just grab the fucking thing and go, man. Like, I don't want to be sitting in here with you for the whole day. And then you get to the goddamn lines. And then once you get to the lines, here in the city, they have this stupid color coordinated line well, in process some stores, in like some, some stores. stores. But it's the stores that we would prefer to go sure, into. Sure, yeah. You can go in. You can go into a store that doesn't have a color coordinated line and get like brown meat. Sure, yeah. Or if you want red meat, you would go to a store with a color coordinated line, <laughs> and then there's always like, you know, a line of let's say eighty people at any given time, like all lined up to pay, and there'll be like one asshole who doesn't understand like the color coordinated <laughs> or just feels that they you know, aren't included in that line process and cut it. And then you'll have 79 people in unison all against that one person that like cut through. <laughs> yeah. And it's already cut through. Like, and obviously you're speaking about Whole Foods because like, that's definitely like the main place in every single time I've ever been in a Whole Foods, which is rare because it is, you know, a lot pricier, but you do again, get so much better product. It's like, it's, there's somebody that just doesn't get like what it is. Like, how to do it. Right. And it's kind of like, dude, if you don't know how to do it, you know, like, the first time I went in the Whole Foods, it's easy to figure out. You stand on the yellow, there's like a video board, it lights up like, you know, yeah. yellow line, go to cashier 14, and you go, how can you fuck that up? Yeah, it's, t it's literally telling you what to do. And then, on top of that, the number one thing that drives me crazy, especially up here, and I, I, I really thought this was throughout the city, but we've only ever lived uptown. Right. So... The big thing they have going on, bag boys. Who the fuck uses a bag boy anymore? Like a bagger. Like you mean like someone to bag your groceries? Yeah. yeah. So it's always like a mildly retarded adult, right? <laughs> Which I have nothing against. Or rude, like rude and, guy who kind of just stands there with his hand out like. Again, mildly know, retarded <laughs> adult. <laughs> because like they expect tips and it's like. I'm going to tip you for having like brown for providing me like second grade meat. Thank you. Well, that's it. I feel like what happens is Whole Foods will try to sell like a bunch of shit. They'll like look at the end of the week. They'll see like, man, we have like a lot of stuff left over, like in our product line and a lot of new stuff coming in. What can we do with all this old meat? Oh, let's give it to Seatown up in Harlem. They'll give it to Seatown up in Harlem. So you're buying like, you know, two week old meat. I'm guessing. I'm like, do you I'm even know that? Like, you know, I was, I was like, this gonna is how be, I was assume that I it was going to call you out on it. But, and then I was like, no, like you don't know. You can't call me out. Cause you're not an expert. We we've <laughs> totally established that in every show. But the fact of the matter is they'll go and they'll say, Hey man, like here's this extra brown meat. Why don't you take it? Sea town gets the meat. So you're paying like a lot of money for meat. That is like old and brown. You get up there and then there's this like old retarded guy with a oh cup God. who number one puts all the heavy stuff in one bag, all the light stuff in another bag. They give it to you and then they stare at you. And it's like, man, I just paid like a hundred bucks with a debit card. And now you're going to look at me like, 
you want a tip on top of it for I don't buying make eye brown contact. meat? I don't make eye contact. And you know why? Because I'm going into my number four because this is going <laughs> I'm going into my number four because my number four is grocery shopping with Tom. I oh. hate grocery shopping with Tom. <laughs> so this is well placed hate and I'm glad that like it worked out that way. <laughs> but I don't mind grocery shopping. Like, of course, I don't. I hate carrying the shit. And I usually end up doing it alone because I don't want to go with you. But Good. like, because it's just because grocery shopping was always a thing. Like I my very first job was in a grocery store. So like, I love grocery stores. Like, and I love the process of it. And I just think it's just I don't know. Like, I just like doing it. You know, I like seeing but like I don't like doing it here. Like if we had decent grocery stores, I'd be happy. But like. When, when I go, like, I make a list because I don't want to deter from that. And then, like, as soon as we walk in the store, you're always just like, what's on the list? What do we need? And, like, I make a list strategically so that, like, when <laughs> you not. walk in the door, it's like we go here and here and then, like, because I know the layout of a store. So, like, or, like, I learn the layout of, like, whatever store is our local store. So, like, in my, like, I have it all mapped out and it's just, like, just stay with me. And then I spend my time. And, it's oh, and like, my mother does this, too. And it's, like, you're so busy and important that you can't just wait for me while I walk down an aisle so that you don't have to go down this aisle, but you wait at the end with the cart so I could just zip down, grab what we need, and then I come back. The cart is there, and you're gone. So then I spend, like, the next 10 minutes fucking looking for you. And it's like, Jesus Christ. All right, but here to this point, if we're going to walk side by side through a goddamn grocery store getting the same shit, why do I need to be there in the first place? To carry it because you're the man and I can't carry all the heavy stuff. Then you just call me and say, look, I'll be so done then in I five can stand minutes, there and wait come for and you. pick your stuff up. And I've tried you stand that. There, you stand there looking for me anyway for 10 minutes. We already established that. So you might as well just let me be relaxed and not have to go and deal with it. If you like going back to your childhood job, because you makes you feel relaxed. It doesn't make me That's feel great. it's just that like it's a necessary evil. Like it doesn't make sense to hate it as much as you do because it's like do you want to eat? Yes. Then go to the fucking store and shut up. Like it's just it's like when you have to pay for your metro card. Like it's a necessary evil. Like I hate paying it once a month, but it's like okay, whatever. Like it's just something that you have to do. But you see, I talk to people about this and I tell them that I hate the grocery store. And you know what they say? Order your groceries online. We live in a time where you don't need to even go out the door to do anything remember when we used to hate doing laundry because we used to just hate sitting there next to like the sweaty gross people in a laundromat yeah and then we learned that you just pick up the phone and say pick up my laundry today white and people problem off tomorrow and then all of a sudden that's <laughs> eliminated like the stress of laundry is a forgotten is a forgotten hatred yeah, because you don't do anything with it when it comes back and has to be put away, as Whoa. we learned while I was gone this past weekend. All of my stuff was shoved into one drawer because he was like, I don't know where that goes. Well, you're lucky you even wound up in a drawer because I was going to put it just like in a little box and just be like, you could just sort through it and like it would, all my stuff is like it would have pissed box. me it would have pissed me your stuff is in a box that is designated for your clothes because we don't have room and it's Wait not a, a box it's like it's the end it's like a storage it's a storage bench just because it's a box covered in crushed velvet doesn't not make it a box. It's still just a box. Well, it's like a velvet painting, but for clothes. Well, now I'm gonna put it on a box. I'm putting that on my list. I hate. I hate. I live out of a box. All right, so. Go to your number three before, like, we get into a fight and <laughs> break up for the rest of the show. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, my number two, three kind of contradicts what I said. Contradicts? Contradicts. Contradicts. Counterdicts is kind of funny. I feel like that would be a good deli show. Counterdicts? Oh, my God, that would be perfect. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to just, like, trademark that right now. So... Even though, like they say, like, you know, my complaint was about bicyclists mm -hmm, yes. and buses. Pedestrians are my number three. <laughs> <laughs> I cut. So basically, you just hate people. Really, seriously, I could have just really shortened this list up by do saying that. I could have been like, I just fucking hate people. Like, if I could live alone, like, in, like, just, like, a small cell. Like, just a gray cell. No windows. No, of course, I don't want, God forbid, no windows, no want, light, no sunlight. No lights. All I need is just like a 
flat screen TV with access to cable and Netflix and Hulu. A sofa. A sofa. And maybe just, and this is if I feel like getting elaborate, a shoe to shit in once in a while. <laughs> I would be plenty set up. Like, I wouldn't need anything else you outside would have a of that. Life. Well, if you, if you keep up your current state of mind, you're going to end up in that cell pretty fucking quick, and I might be the person to put you there. <laughs> oh, my we God. We might need our, ne- our next apartment might need a basement. <laughs> I've lived in a basement. I wasn't happy there either. (laughs) (laughs) So give us the Cliff Notes version of why you hate pedestrians. Well, here's the weird thing. I only have two things why I hate them. Okay, so give them to us. Because they live and breathe. No, that's not it. (laughs) That's not it. (laughs) It's good enough for me. Moving on. (laughs) I hate them because I hate the fact that people walking on the sidewalk just feel like stopping in the middle of it for no fucking reason. Like, I can't tell you, man, how, like, much anxiety I am getting from being in Midtown right now. And I worked (laughs) there years ago. Yeah. You know? And, And I feel like... My patience level over the years, like that's negative. Tank, it's like negative three thousand. Yeah, the tank is empty, man. Like I have no patience whatsoever, and I feel like, you know, people and transportation things like that didn't bother me years ago. Now, I'm walking down the block, and all of a sudden, somebody will just be in front of me and just come to a complete stop. And even worse sometimes is they'll do like a half pirouette. So now they're facing like they forgot which way they were going. So instead of just making a looping turn and looking around to make sure they're not going to knock in anybody, they'll just stop on a dime and then spin around. And now I'm face to face like smashing into somebody. Now you have to see the person that you're about to body check. Which is good because I want to make eye contact with them before I totally annihilate them, which is the only part that comes out good from that whole situation is the fact that I can smash into them as hard as I can. But when I do that, they're always like, oh, I'm sorry. And my response is always, you should be. Yeah, I know. Like you are a sorry case for a human specimen. You don't even know how to walk, man. Like you just come to a stop. Like where the fuck do you think you are? That you could just like stop. Can you imagine me going to like your shit suburban town, wherever you live, and then just like w- wait for you outside of your house and as you're walking to your crappy car, <laughs> just like run and start walking in front of you and just as you're like getting to it, just stop in front of you and turn around and just like, oh, oh, sorry. Like it wouldn't fly. Why the fuck would you do it here, man? Because they don't know because like it's a totally different world. And like that's one thing that like I realized when I, I went home, especially for the first time after so long. It's just like it's a completely different world. <laughs> like it's a totally, totally different world. And it was like, oh, my God, like when I was driving, I was zipping around in my old car and stuff. And I was like, man, like I kind of miss driving a little bit. But then it's like, no, I don't. <laughs> because there's so, there's a whole world of hate that comes with owning a car too. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'd rather have like a pedestrian in front of me than like traffic, like sitting in traffic. Because at least like if a pedestrian's there, like you can push them out of the way, or you can go around. <laughs> like you could go so around. The revenge, so the revenge factor kind of like makes it a lot better for you. You can't just like ram a car, but no, but you could think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we all think about it. I think about like walking around with a taser a lot of times and just like tasing people when they stop and they'll be like and they'll be like oh i'm sorry (laughs) that would be that would be amazing if you could do that there was and then just step over the bodies that like that are on the sidewalk for a little while i'm gonna give you an idea of how intense it gets there was a time when i was working down in soho and soho gets super crowded too Mm -hmm. and when soho gets insane the streets are a lot smaller so I'll be walking down the street and people will be like bumping into me and they're just not looking because they're just looking in store windows and stuff. Where I get it, man. Because like, it's not like I've never traveled before. If I go someplace, I want to see shit. But I'm smart enough to know that I'm going to like walk to what I want to see and look at it there. Like not, I'm not look at s- it from the middle of the sidewalk. Like right. you walk over to the window. Like we're very, we're very polite New Yorkers. Well, I just think that it make it's it's we're smart New Yorkers because it's like that's kind of how the rules are set in place. You walk on the right side of the sidewalk, you pass to the left of somebody. It's traffic rules, but for like walking. 
I don't understand why it's so freaking hard for some people to understand. No matter where you live in the world, if you have like streets, you know how traffic works. I get it. Yeah, okay, you're in the UK. You're walking on the wrong side of the sidewalk. You'll figure it out because I'm going to annihilate you at some point. Well, in there time. you go. You've been warned, tourists. Yes, but I would also go and put on. I was thinking, I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if you could just find a way to make a jacket made out of glass and just walk down the streets and just like when people bang into you, they're like, oh, shit. And that is like, so horrible. And it's kind of like. Man, you should have been looking up. You wouldn't have just gotten cut. Like, seriously, these you... are the thoughts that go through my head. And now that I'm in Midtown, all I'm thinking of, like, I'm just picturing dressing up like dice and wearing those spike gloves, but just, like, sharpening them. And just as I'm swinging my arm, if you get within that oh God, range, you are a I'm just going to slice person. through you. Whatever. You're a terrible person. And I can't wait until, like, I can't wait to see the mood level once Christmas comes around. Because, I already know. Because I've worked in Midtown at Christmas time, and I, I worked at Rockefeller Center at Christmas time, which is just a block away from where you are right now. And it wasn't as, like, I mean, it's bad, but like, you just avoid, but like, we literally, like, our entrance to our building was across the street from the tree. But luckily, we had like, you know, an entrance that was in the basement. So, like, I didn't even have to see these people. But, like, you are not allowed to go, like, you are to go out of your building and go straight to 59th Street because you are not <laughs> going anywhere in that thing because you are going to end up on the news for pushing, like, 300,000 people in front of a train or something. And well, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> there was a guy with a snowplow hooked to him walking down the subway platform today. That's me. <laughs> I was that guy with the snowplow stuck to, like, his stomach, like, wearing it as a belt, just knocking people on either the sides of the tracks <laughs> there you go <laughs> that's my number three i hate pedestrians my number three is i hate automated phone systems because i recently got my parents wi-fi they're on the intern <laughs> <laughs> the information superhighway now well that didn't take long no it only took 30 <laughs> years it's fine and you know they sent the modem to the house and everything and i had to set it up when i got in on sunday night and of course Nothing the cable company ever tells you works out the way that they say. They were like, all you have to do is just plug this into an outlet and it'll work. We asked them, you asked them, I asked them, and my mom asked them. You don't have to plug it into the box, whatever. Like nobody said cable box. So I get there, I plug it in, nothing's working. Of course not. I'm like, okay, and I'm panicking because I have to work at 8 o'clock the next morning from the house. So I'm like, oh shit, what, like, what happens? And it's like 10 o'clock at night right now. So I'm like freaking out. And I call and they're like thank you for calling and it gets like that automated system and like it used to be that like you could go and I worked in a call center mm -hmm. so it used to be that you would just be like instead of listening to the spiel you press zero and you get an autumn like you go right to an agent or you go to the queue to wait for an agent right right it's not so anymore it's like I don't understand let me continue and like she kept doing this and she was getting like it wasn't like in her voice like her the tone of her voice didn't change at all it was just like I'm sorry. Let me ask again. And I was like, you are being very rude right now. And I'm like, I just want to talk to an agent. I just kept saying it and it wouldn't work. And it's like, and it just seems that in the, the last couple of years, as we've had to deal with cable companies and credit card companies and insurance companies out the ass, like automated messages have gotten so much worse. It's like they want you to fucking hang up before you get to the person because you are so frustrated oh, by yeah. the time you actually get to a human being. And then it, usually it turns out that you're at the wrong place anyway. <laughs> and it's like, I'm sorry, let me transfer you. And then they transfer you back to like a totally different message. Well, I think that the thing with that is, is that if they can frustrate you enough You'll just say, fuck it. You'll hang up and pay whatever they want yeah, just like because it, you don't want to deal with it. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, my God. Like, I was on the phone for, like, and, like, when I finally did get an agent, I was on the phone with her for, like, okay, maybe 10 minutes because we had to wait for the Wi-Fi to, like, kick back in, like, after she told me that I had to, like, hook it to the box and then, like, do this other thing. And I did a splitter, thank you very much, for the first time in my life. <laughs> So you put two wires in one box? I did. Wow. Do you know how hard they are to like screw in those things? Like they're man, hard. Man, oh man. You had to screw something in? I did. <laughs> it sounds I like did. it's a nightmare. And then, 
You know what though? And then I had my mother going like, "Why do you need so much wire? Oh my god, there's going to be so much wire hanging out." And but and finally, I'm just like, "I just got here, and I don't think that I could tell my mom to shut up yet. Like we haven't reached that point in our in my you trip. Need a, you need a full day. You need yeah. like twelve hours. Yeah, like there you has to be like a, I have zip it. Yeah, like and I haven't been there in like six months, so it's like I can't like have my first like four hours. Shut, tell her to please shut up. And finally, I just said, "Why don't you go sit in your room and watch the news, and then like." I'll call you when it's ready. Because I was like getting like, I'm sweating now. Like I'm having a hot flash. I'm getting so amped up. Until she goes in a room and you disconnect the cable. She's like, nigga. <laughs> cable's not working. Because what happened was like, I had to unplug the cable box in order. Right. And she was watching the TV, like sitting at the table. And she's like, oh my God, the cable's off. Oh my God, you're not going to, I'm going to lose all my channels. And I'm like, mom, I'm, I'm like, mom, I just, I'm going to plug it back in. I just got to check this part. Like, and finally I'm just like, oh my god like i'm gonna seriously like i'm gonna drop an f-bomb in like my first four hours so i hate automated systems because they're just bullshit yes i could totally understand oh my god does your mom think that the channels are stored inside of the box i'm not gonna make fun of my mom i'm the not channels but are shit. in the computer <laughs> but like it was funny because like when i was telling her because she said just a really quick offside when we were, like, when I was explaining her, like, the computer, because she had a computer, like, years ago, and it wasn't Wi-Fi, it was dial-up. So, like, I'm explaining to her that, like, you could pick up this laptop and go anywhere in the house and sit down and watch Netflix or Google whatever it is that you want to Google. Right. And she said, well, I don't have to charge the computer, do I? And I'm like, well, yeah, why? Like, yeah, you do. And she's like... Well, if you if I'm paying $39 a month for this Wi-Fi, that it's like like... I thought that it was like in the computer and like from that moment on like throughout the tutorial I was just picturing her as like Ben Stiller and I was like Owen Wilson I'm like no mom it's in the computer it's in the computer and she's like but the but the computer like that's what makes it go and I'm like but mom I'm like it's like the cordless phone that you still have like you archaic person like when the when like the cordless phone dies you have to plug it in right you mean cell phone right no, I don't mean cell phone. That's why well, then I said what do you cordless mean? phone. For all a cordless <laughs> phone. Like, remember the cordless phone? Like the luxury of walking around your house talking on a phone without a wire. No, because the majority of our audience is millennials. They don't know what a cordless phone is. <laughs> Google it. That's what my parents have because they don't have cell phones. So I was just like, I had to like find I, like, and I couldn't think of anything to tell her to like say like like to explain like you have to chart like yes like Wi-Fi is going to work on your computer like as soon as you open it but like you still have to charge the laptop she thought that that was like the power source and I'm like no that's just for the internet see that explains a lot because in talking to your mom before she got the Wi-Fi hooked up one of her biggest concern was and she kept saying it and I was like I don't really understand like why you keep saying this <laughs> And I had to actually say that to her at one point. I'm like, that's not how it works. She was like, so you hook the Wi-Fi up. She goes, am I going to get, like, those signals, like, on me? And I was like. She's so cute. No. She's so, like, it's endearing. It is. And, like, and then, like, when we were going through, like, the setting up of the email, I was like, she wanted this thing, and then she wanted that, and then, like, of course it was taken, because it was, like, she wanted her initials, and I'm like, Mom, you're not going to be able to do your initials, because chances are, people who have had email for 37 years before you already have that taken. Right. So, finally, and I was like, she's like, I, I'm like, why don't you just use your name? Like, you know, your last name, like, maybe, like, just your initial and your last name. No, I am not having my, like, because she's so afraid of somebody, like, stealing her identity. So, I was like... Who wants I it? I don't know. And I'm honestly, it? I'm like, who wants to be you, mom? Like, seriously. Does she have thing. gold bars hidden she, somewhere? I don't think so. Like, is there some kind of Nazi treasure she got her hands on at some point? You like, know, throughout maybe the she years? does. <laughs> maybe she does. <laughs> but she was like, and finally, I was like, when I set, when we finally settled up, like, on an email thing for her, like, on an email handle. I set up my email and my brother's email so that all she has to do is just type in our names and she could send us a message. And she was like. Oh, because like Michael and I both have our names in our email because that's the like, honestly, like that's the only unique thing left for you to like for right. anyone to use for like a new email. And she was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe you guys do this. And I'm like, well, <laughs> like, I'm like, we're not getting into that. So that was my number three. What's your number two? My number two is people who hold you to a higher standard, but don't hold up their end of the dynamic. What does that mean for Christ's sake? Well, basically, it's the adult version of a bully. Okay. All right? So it's kind of like 
these psychological terrorists who ask you to like i don't know do certain things whatever it might be they're you know it's usually to make them look better it's not for your benefit because i mean we all know our place like on a daily basis we all know what we're supposed to do but then you know your adult bully will come up to you and be like well i want you to do my homework too I get it. I see where you're going with this. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, like I said, it's kind of like you already know what your place is, so you don't really need to do somebody else's stuff. But if you don't, then they make your life kind of miserable. Yeah. And I mean, and it works in basically every aspect of life. So it's like you can go into a restaurant and order something. And after you order it, you can get like shit from, I don't know, let's go Starbucks. Where they're like, you know, what size do you want? And you say to Lodge, no, the Trenta. And it's like, yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I offended you, Mr. Guy from America, like making coffee, not speaking your foreign language of Trentaness. So, yes, the Trenta one. And then they come and it's wrong anyway. And it's kind of like, all right, asshole. Like, I, you made me jump through hoops to get a coffee. And then by the time you gave it to me, it was wrong anyway. Right, yeah. It's kind of like the same thing if you get instructions for somebody on a project and they're like going, here's the, like, you know, here's this job or whatever. And then you get it and you look at it and you're like going, okay, you do it. And then after it's all said and done, they're like, make these changes to it because I think it'll make me look better in the end. And then once you're done doing that, they'll say, oh, I gave you the wrong instructions. This is like a constant struggle I'm going through lately. Yeah, and it's like, it's just an accountability thing. Like, you know, it's just, yeah, like, it is. it is Like, and that that's, that's very frustrating. Yeah, and the accountability is a matter of, you know, kind of like, I get it that these people have to, everybody has a quota in life of things they have to fulfill. I get it. It doesn't make a difference whether it's a boss or a teacher or whatever. But at the end of the day, People aren't going to get better if you can't communicate well. Right. And, you know, you can't hold somebody to a high standard if you can't communicate what you want. So, you know, I don't know. It it, it just drives me nuts when people are just constantly... He's shaking you his see, fist right now. He's shaking his fist. You see how pissed off I am. This, like, I wish you could... I should take a video of this because, like, he's, like, shaking his fist. Like, it's, it's a hot topic Citizen lately. Kane. Because I feel like a lot of people are doing this, man. Like, I mean, in every single aspect of my life, even going and talking to doctors and stuff like that lately, it's a matter of, you know, you go in and they'll just sit there and they'll be like, well, did you take this test? Did you take this test? Did you take this test? And it's like, hey, asshole. Like, aren't you the one that's supposed to be doing this? Yeah, you sent me for this stuff. Go look it up. Did I take it? Did you send me for it? Because if you sent me for it, I took it. I probably have three bills for it that I haven't paid so long, but that's about it. So that is my number four. I don't want to go into it anymore because yeah, you're I getting still all have red in the face. Like you're getting all yeah, you're getting all red in the face. Okay, well, my number two is people without senses of humor. Mm. And this week, I actually wrote a story on our website called Does Anyone, Anyone Remember Laughter? Which is about just, you know, and it's about like our comedy club experience about people just going out and just sitting there with like, you know, their resting bitch face is set to murder because they just don't know how to laugh anymore. And it's like we've become such a sensitive society that like we don't even enjoy just fun anymore and it's like we're so sensitive like you can't say that like we're so quick to like with our hand over the buzzer of the i'm offended button that like nobody knows how to just have a good time anymore and it's like even the people that like i know that are like highly sensitive about absolutely everything like oh my god you can't say that oh my god you put like a gun emoji like oh my god like (laughs) it's not like i'm gonna shoot you with a fucking gun emoji it's like you might not (laughs) (laughs) it's just like oh my god like not everything is up for you to be offended like there just comes a point where you're just like laugh it off you know so my thing is just I hate just seeing people that like just don't know how to laugh anymore like and if you're gonna if you're not gonna laugh and if you're not gonna be willing to just like open yourself up to humor then don't go to a fucking comedy show don't watch a comedy show on tv just shut the fuck up and go live in your hole 
but this the society that we made we made a bunch of just like wishy-washy people and then every once in a while they get to escape wherever they come out of they go out like for a night in the town they wind up in a comedy place and they're like oh my god there's so much offensive stuff that's being said and i don't feel like i'm an offensive comic at all no i don't think you are but I have been called out by people who should know better. Yeah, and it's like, and it's it's like you're a realist, and it's and that's how like and like the people that, and it's not a matter of like you know because I even write like oh you know Nikki maybe people aren't laughing because like they're not finding like the people that they're seeing aren't funny, and that's not true because like it's it's the reaction like to just sit there. Like, and there are people, like, because as you've been going through, like, you know, working your way through the ranks of, like, the comedy world and stuff, I've been watching, like, the audiences throughout, like, the entire shows that I've sat through. And there are just people who, no matter who is on stage, they're not laughing. And there's something to laugh at in everything. Whether, like, there's humor in absolutely everything. Whether it's just, like a comic who's up on stage who might not be that funny or who makes you feel so uncomfortable that like you have that like nervous like giggle like <laughs> like you're so uncomfortable or just like like a reaction like you roll your eyes or something like there's just blank dead faces yeah and and I think those people like like I said they're just so immune to anything that's politically incorrect slightly like, they just hate anything that's, like, outside of the safety area. And it's, like, and it just drives me nuts because it's, like, comedy is supposed to be, like, about what's happening in the world. Like, finding the humor in what's happening in the world. Or just rem or just letting making you forget what's outside for an hour or half an hour. You know, for, like, a full show of, like, you know, a bunch of comics or something. So it's just, like, people just need to remember laughter and stop being such fucking assholes. And what's weird about a lot of it is, is that a lot of these people who are offended by, like, certain things in comedy are so hypocritical because they'll come back with something so much worse that they think is funny. And it's kind of like, wait a minute, how is it my stuff is offensive, but your stuff isn't offensive? Right, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's kind of like, just settle down a little bit. <clears throat> Which brings me to my number five. Or your number one. Well, number one. Well, you know, we did it in reverse order. It, on my page is five, but it's really number one. But it ties in perfectly because it is people who shake your cage then get upset at the reaction that once you've had enough. <laughs> so, like, for me, this is this is what I always get. Like, it happens all the time. And it's probably the reasons why I don't have long-lasting friendships. <laughs> <laughs> But my original persona when I'm introduced to somebody is to be nice because you have, everybody starts at zero. So there's nothing that there's nothing you have done or I have done that we have pissed each other off. There's nothing that's going to make me be a dick to you because you haven't earned that right. Now you save that for later. That's like a little that's like. That's the caramel in the middle of the chocolate of Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like, I don't I don't ever go into a thing and, like, make a new friendship or, you know, it be introduced somebody where I go and I say, hey, you know what? Um, you know, over time, you're going to realize what an asshole I am. I go in there and I'm like going, I'm nice to you today. I plan on being nice to you tomorrow. If you do something to change that, you'll know. And that's what it is. And I made that mistake on many occasions where I've said that out loud. <laughs> and then once that happens, I always get, oh, dude, but you're so nice. Like, why Like, why would you, like, be mean or something like that? It can't, like, what you say can't possibly be true. You cannot be that mean. And it's kind <laughs> of like, <laughs> it's kind of like when you go to a zoo and you just see like a wolf den. This is like the, th the what second or third time in this show that you've like compared yourself to like some kind of caged animal. I swear, man, there's a psychological thing going on in my head right now, and it's and and it's gonna make for good show coming up. Like I just feel like we 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 here's hoping we have <laughs> we have interviews coming and lined up right now, quite a few. But while we're waiting for those to like pan out and the more time it's like well let's see what's going on in these guys's head 
I think more psychological cracks are gonna show because it's just to the point I'm at right now. But they're all, you know, it's like a wolf. You look at a wolf then and you're like going, oh my God, what a bunch of cute little dogs in a tank. And then you go inside that area and guess what you are? Meat. Dinner. You're meat. And that's pretty much the way I see the way my psyche working. I'm fine. I'm cool. Just don't come into my fucking world and try to fuck with it. Like, I don't want to be poked with a stick. I'm, I want to tear you up when you do that. And every freaking person who's like, man, you're like too nice. And you say, I'm not too nice. I'm just very well behaved in front of you because I respect you. And then when they turn around and they're like going, well, it would be crazy to see amped up Tom. Let's see angry Tom. And it's like, why would you want to see that? And then Tom smash. Yeah, and then they push, push, push. And then like once you push too far and then I snap out, then all of a sudden this thing like, well, our relationship will never be the same again, obviously. And it's like going, this is what you wanted. You wanted this right from the start. And it just seems no matter who it is, no matter what, again, no matter what aspect of life it is. It doesn't make a difference. It's happening from every direction right now. Like every single aspect of my life, somebody is in there trying to poke me with a stick and they're like going, I just want to see like what will happen if I keep doing this. You're going to find out. You're not going to like it. And then once that happens, relationship over, man. It's done. So that is my number one. The last two got to me, man. Yeah, I could see that. All right. What is your number one, Nikki? <laughs> well, speaking of wolf, because as soon as you said wolf, I started picturing a ghost, the dire wolf from Game oh. of Thrones. My number one is Game of Thrones season six. I hate it already because I don't know what's going to happen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is my favorite show. It is my favorite series of books. I am so excited for it to come back, but I am a nervous wreck about it because I like... I loved reading the books. And that, granted, we got into Game of Thrones like in season three. So like we watched like everything before late. season three like aired. So like we were like two seasons too late because I don't believe in being a bandwagoner about anything. So like, yeah. like I'm not going to watch that. That's for nerds. Fucking I'm a nerd. Like you are a nerd. I am a nerd. Like I'm a total nerd and I love it because the show is so well done. The books were fantastic. You know, screw you, George R.R. R. Martin for like not writing this book, but like because I want to know, like there was, I took comfort, like not took comfort, but like, I don't like surprises. So like, I never like let any like big, huge plot lines out for you because like I did read the books like super fast. I did not. With your face. Okay, well I can't uh, change uh, my face. Like, like you, you're once walking like, and I'm like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> don't make that noise. I can't like, I can't stop, but. Like, there was something, like, I didn't know how the show was going to do it. Like, I had no idea how HBO was going to do these major, huge plot lines, like, after, se like, you know, for season three, like, once I read the books. But, like, I knew that, like, you know, there were certain plot points that had to be in the show because they were so impactful in the books. Right. Now, we're all in the same boat. Like, I'm in the same boat as people who didn't read the books who were like, oh, my God, screw you people who read the books. Well, it was a book, like, way before it was a movie, like, a show. Right. So, like... It's on you if you were, like, a fan of the show and, like, like it's on you that you didn't read the books and people were like, oh, my God, spoilers. But I hate that, like, we're all on this, like, same level now where we don't know what's going to happen. Like, I am dying to know how it's going to play out. And, like, now it's, like, I don't have any idea what's going to happen week to week. Or, like, when you were watching the show, you were like, oh, well, like, okay, like, this happened this way in the book. Like, I wonder if they're going to do this. And there had been, like, some discrepancies between the two. But now it's, like, a free-for-all. And I am very nervous about, like, what's going to happen. Do you, was the, were the books popular before the TV show came out? I don't remember. Because, like, it was not, like, fantasy and, like, right. sci- Like, it's kind of, like, it's a fantasy, sci-fi, like, kind of thing, I guess. Right? Or no, I it's have, more fantasy. It's more fantasy. But I have a feeling, like, the books weren't popular until the show show came out i think they were though really like, i don't know i'm not because sure. i mean like the harry potter books were huge before like the movies came out so like i think like in a certain sect of people it was like a popular thing like oh my god because larpers I, <laughs> maybe larpers maybe larpers <laughs> the larpers handbook <laughs> <laughs> maybe larpers but like 
I think like in a certain sect, because I remember starting to read because I always read entertainment magazines because I worked in arts and entertainment publications. So like I always was like up on the know of things, even if like I wasn't a fan of them. So I remember like when the show was announced, like it was humongous. People were like, holy shit, they're making this and they're going to do this and it's going to be done by HBO. So it's going to be really well done. So like, you know, I think it was like really, really popular. And then like it just became more popular for people who like because, you know, reading isn't for everyone, you know, so me. Yeah. Reading is not for me. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Which so, is why you kept saying read. You're like, you should read the book. There's so much detail in it and stuff like that. And I I'm like going, to, I, I can't remember the characters and I can see them visually. I, and I think the, the show helps me watch the movie. The show helped me read the book because if I had done it the opposite way, like I think I would have had such a hard time reading it. Like, and I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much because when I picture Ned Stark, I picture Sean Bean, who I will always love. Rest in peace, Ned Stark. I love you. But like, (laughs) it made it easier to read because there are literally like as many characters as there are in the show. There's even more in the book. So it is so hard to like, but like when you, when I read the books, it was like, I'm picturing Peter Dinklage as Tyrion. So like, it was easy. It was easier to like recognize. Can you imagine like not having no, those visual no, cues and no. doing it? I wouldn't have read the I wouldn't have read through the books because it would have been too hard. Like it just would have been too much for me. Yeah, you know, like somebody's like, "Oh, that's like Keith from accounting." Like on the weekends when he dresses up like in his armor. That's that's how like LARPers are totally picturing the characters in the book. Yeah. So. All right. That's my number one. All right. So let us go into a did you know and wrap it up. Did you know? Hatred spawns anger. But did you know that aside from psychological strain caused by these emotions, the state of anger causes physical effects in us as well? The response varies from person to person, but some symptoms include teeth grinding, fist clenching, flushing, paling, prickly sensations, numbness, sweating, muscle tension, and temperature changes. So basically, you're describing yourself at this point. Pretty much. Maybe those are all my symptoms that I have right now, and I'm not really that unhealthy outside of psychologically. (laughs) (laughs) The feeling of anger may may differ from person to person. Women, for example, are more likely to describe anger as slowly building through the body, while men describe it as a fire or a flood raging within them, to which I can totally attest. Yeah, I mean, like, I changed to flooding. Like, I, I flood. I flood of anger. But, like, as you could tell by my list of things I hate, like, I'm pretty even keel. Like, when I get mad, like, it'll come in a flash, and then it'll, like, go away. You just build. It's just like you're building, like, a red tower of anger. You're going you're gonna to be all about the Game of Thrones for the next how many weeks we got in this? We, I feel like we're going to have a lot of weeks of this. I think it's like 10 weeks, so I'm very excited to get all medieval on everything. So get ready, everybody. It's going to be 10 weeks of GOT references. <laughs> According to some research, the neurological response to anger lasts less than two seconds. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> you liar. Off with your head. This is why you get a lot of advice about counting to 10 when you're angry. How strange is that? It's very strange. Oh, okay. A great American poet once said, anger is a gift. That man was Zach De La Rocha. But what was not said was that such a gift comes from someone you hate or eventually will hate. So try to use your best judgment and don't accept it. How to avoid taking the bait is something that I personally have not been able to figure out. But hopefully you can, and we can continue our relationship where I don't want to punch you. And that is this week's Did You Know? Did you know? Well, that's it. Yeah, I think that's more than enough. (laughs) I'm amped up. I'm going to take a Xanax now (laughs) and continue the rest of the day. I think you should. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with Tom's anger. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to, like, reach out to us, reach out to us at highregardshow at gmail.com. You can check out our website at highregardshow.com. And you can find us on all social media at highregardshow. So send us a line. Tell us what makes you angry. Yeah. 
And thanks again for listening, everybody. We'll be right back here next week. Same time, same bat channel. Good night, everyone. Good night.